This show is true to big out the quarterback. And today on QB Talk, the podcast, I got somebody on the show that I really respect. I really admire. And even though she's younger than me, I learned a lot from her. So I'm going to let Aries introduce herself because she has companies, not just one. Plural, y'all. Talk to them, Aries. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you're listening from. My name is Aries Music. I am the CEO, owner, founder of 41 Online. Um, Big Amp likes to call me Little Franchise. Ah, <laughs> let them know. Hold up. See, they missed that. <laughs> Tell them what nickname I gave you about four and a half, five years ago. Had to be at least five years ago. Okay. You started calling me Little Franchise. And it's funny because I think it came about... We were at Starbucks and they actually closed Come and on, they man. let us keep talking for like half an hour, even after they closed, because they were picking up game from what we were talking about. <laughs> and they interrupted because they started ear hustling. Yeah. And so one of the things that I want to point out and what my show is all about, we see everybody highlight real, mm-hmm. but our stories is real for real. Mm-hmm. And so I've watched you in the different phases and Besides the respect and admiration for the different things that you're doing, some people assume that you're just a graphics and video person. And so today we're going to dispel that myth because I want you to let them know the top five things that you're doing. Because it's not just for my company and not just for my brand. I've seen you help people's brands from all walks of life. So Mm -hmm. before I get into my two or three little questions that I got for you, can you at least talk to the people and let them know what you do? It's hard to sum it up because I really do a lot. Um, everything I do is passion driven. So there's nothing that really is number one. So by trade, I'm a graphic designer. That's where I started at. But that was kind of an accident, too. So I got into it dealing with music and being in the studio with different artists and um, promoting the club, nightlife events. Um, and then it kind of just became this whole big thing. Um, now I've got different brands that I work with the whole entire campaign from the start to the finish. So if it's a concept somebody comes to me with, it might take them six months to a year to figure out where they're going with it. And I kind of just help make the process easier. So anything from branding to development, that's kind of like where my forte is. That's real. Um, I got to say this, um, it's kind of funny to me because you have always been behind the scenes. Yes. But you're doing some of the biggest things that, like, for instance, everybody comes to the car show. Everybody comes to the concerts. Yeah. But they don't know that the first step of seeing or being introduced to what's happening comes from the image that you've created. Mm-hmm. And besides that, um, I just want to personally thank you on camera and give you your flowers because everything that you've done for my brand, I appreciate it. Because there have been some times when I call you and I say, hey, I start the conversation off with, it's fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like somebody dropped the ball, but yeah. we have to pick it up. Um, so let me, let's get right into it because my audience is here to see the transparency. Right. All right. And so... I'm just going to talk about the two or three services of yours that I've had the opportunity to utilize. In terms of where did your passion come from for the music part of the industry? Because I've seen you, people don't know that you were an artist one yeah. time. Uh, I've seen you putting a video together. Mm-hmm. I've, I've came to you to help with concepts. But where did that come from? 
it started very early, mm-hmm. very, very early. I think I was about seven mm-hmm. when I first got introduced to music, um, at least the hip hop industry. Right. Um, and I just had a, I had like an epiphany probably when I was about 15. Mm-hmm. I started seeing people like leave school early to go to the studio. And I was like, why are they leaving school? Right. Like you're supposed to, you're getting in trouble basically like risking not your life but risking getting in trouble with your parents just to go to studio so it it became an interest for me early early on but just the development and seeing people grow and realizing that music became like an outlet for a lot of people right so some people yeah exactly sometimes people wouldn't even record a song till they've been in the studio every day for a year and it's just a a certain comfort level i think i was chasing in the beginning then once i found my comfort zone i'm like i could really help these people for real and then i just kept Kept the ball going. Okay. And so, of course, I met you in Orlando, but where are you from originally? Originally from Vero Beach, um, but I've traveled all over the country. I lived in California for a little bit. I lived in North Carolina, Virginia, and then I came back to Florida. So I've been stationed down south again for like a a couple years now. Mm -hmm. But I was in Orlando from like 17 to like 24. I'm 26 now, so... Right. But you was always on the scene and always active. Yeah. Um, even even before I was able to actually legally be in the club, I was right. in the club. Okay. 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 Well, this is something that I definitely just really want to touch on from an entrepreneur standpoint, right? And I know you're a serial entrepreneur, but when people see the products and the brands that you represent now and they see you attached to some big names, mm-hmm. can you please let them know? that nobody handed you anything <laughs> and that it didn't start with the big brands? No, it definitely didn't start with the big brands, but being in the right places, for sure. Um, sometimes just, I could have been just walking past a room and somebody's like, hey, hold on, who's that? Or I I am kind of listening and I realize, okay, they're needing something that I can provide. Right. And I just happened to be there. But it actually kind of started like my way in was just like outworking everybody. So I would pick up little tasks that it wasn't like somebody was like, here, I'm going to give you $20 to do this. I just did it because I knew it needed to be done. Right. Regardless of if there was a dollar sign attached to it or not. I just knew like, OK, you got five, ten people sitting around and it's a list of things that need to be done. So I just started moving and, and me working without somebody telling me to go do it. That's what made me outshine everybody that was around me. So you created an, op- an opportunity. Exactly. And my whole thing is this here. When I look at you dealing with people from all walks of life and dealing with the different brands, whether it's cosmetology, whether it's the music industry, mm-hmm. whether it's actresses or models, you've been able over the years through your relationships to create a funnel. Mm-hmm. Was that by accident or was that by design? It's definitely by design. Sometimes I'll even like link people together on accident, but I know that, okay, this person might need this thing that I'm not able to provide, but I know somebody who does. And that's part of the brand too. That's right. really how the name 411 Online started. Because right. originally, you remember it was a whole lot of Florida. Right, right. And then somebody who's up there with you <laughs> told me that, you know, one day you're going to get bigger than Florida. You kind of need to think about maybe coming up with a different name. Because you had... You didn't try to, but at that time you had put a ceiling on yourself. Yeah. And your short-term goal got reached so fast. Too fast. <laughs> so you had to expand it. Right. And see, and that's another reason why we're here. Um, the last thing that I just want to touch on and talk about, I've seen 
But right now, we know the women are running things. So yes. Let's get that out the way, fellas. We're going to do better. <laughs> we on our way back. But y'all, y'all running things. I've seen you be able to work and coexist with other women in this industry and other industries. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say that that's not possible. So how have you been able to do that consistently? I think it's just recognizing that everybody has strengths and everybody has weaknesses. So um, some people might consider like, oh, I have this flaw, but it's not really a flaw. It's just a weakness. Mm-hmm. So if I notice there's a woman around and I can, I, I pick up energy so okay. I can tell when somebody's confidence level is through the roof and I can tell when it's plummeted. Right. So if I notice that somebody is is slacking, I'm, I'm going to be looking for what it is they're missing. And sometimes it could be the simplest things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women just don't want to ask for help. They'll just go and get it because that's how they live their life. Right. But if you introduce yourself and say, hey, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do. How can we help each other? Right. And it's kind of just breaking that ice and, and not allowing there to be any any dead space right. like there's no reason I can be in a room full of people but there's no reason that there should be five girls sitting on the couch in the club and none of them are speaking to each other right like right. come to find out one of them might be the owner of the club's daughter right. you never know right. so I just treat people how I meet them but I also don't set expectations for them because right. you never know where somebody is at and you never know where they're headed that's right that's right and see it's something that you said there and, and you know because we get a chance to talk quite regular, I'm real big on being mutually beneficial. You feel me? And so I'm not looking at no situation in terms of what can I get? I'm always give first Mm -hmm. because even if you don't bless me directly, what I got worked out with the universe and what I got worked out with God, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So is it any... Uh, body that you want to shout out or uh, any you know how much time that you, you got say. And I, <laughs> nah, but you know I, I definitely want you you know what I'm saying to speak to your people because you know you got a lawyer following as well and I see you I don't even want to say going to the next level you're already at the next level mm-hmm. and you're still climbing so I definitely want to be one of the first people publicly to acknowledge look you heard. Yeah, you said something earlier, like you might not always give somebody your, their flowers, but you always drop seeds, though. So those flowers are going to come up. Sometimes yeah. you might have even noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody who's ever just put something in my ear, mm-hmm. you, dog man, you know, Theo, anybody who's in my circle, mm-hmm. I don't want to necessarily name drop, you know, because everybody got companies just like right, I do. Right, everybody right. has different ideas, different concepts. Right. But there's people who believed in me five years ago when I was still struggling with an identity crisis. You right. know, I didn't know who I wanted to be. Right. Um, and the people around me helped me figure that out. So, right. and, it, and you know what? I got to touch on it. I'm glad you said that. And this is what QB Talk, the podcast, really about. Mm-hmm. When we be transparent, then the other entrepreneurs can grab something from that. Right. So like you just said, I'm not afraid to say it. It was a few times that I actually reinvented myself. Yep. Not because the space was crowded, but it was a couple of times to where I still was figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And that's, in my opinion, and just this is just my opinion, the blessing and the curse of being good at a bunch of different things is it kind of distracts you from exactly what you're supposed to do. Right. And so until you get real knowledge yourself and understand your purpose and pay attention to the signs, of course, mm-hmm. you feel me? Then you don't know. So that's my thing. I, I'm just glad, A, you're here. I'm glad that we rock. 
Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I wish you nothing but the best, and I'm speaking life over your whole brand and everything you got going. Every time. And you're right. There's a lot of things that <laughs> there's a lot of things that I'm capable of that I'm mm. I'm skillful in. And it, it, I think it really just comes down to knowing where your value is, because you might not always know what your value is until you're introduced in different rooms. Right. You know, you you in a small circle. You right. don't you make you make that decision to expand. It's nothing to go travel and go different places. So, I mean, as long as the opportunity is handed to you, it's up to you to keep it running. That's real. And for everybody who basically used the pandemic as an excuse, I turned the pandemic into the pandemic. There you go. You feel me? So look, this your boy Big Amp, the quarterback. This QB Talk, the podcast. Get in where you fit in. Get in where you fit in.